A very warm welcome to the Bonnery Show on Antrina Station. Today we're going to go over Thursday talks about Brexit and we're going to go over Friday today over our overall what's been happening in the week and what's been happening in Ireland and with the government and everything like that. So we'll start talking about the UK and we'll go over what's happening with the whole Brexit and the UK talks. It looks like the UK will keep their financial markets. The European financial centres have failed um, seizing business opportunities. Paris and Frankfurt failed to attract investment but the European conceded that they have failed to grow their business in the European-dominated trade market. Thousands of jobs and potentially thousands of millions of pounds was lost. So they were they failed at that. That's not such a good thing. Um, it looks like, yeah, as I said, that um, the UK will hold on to the financial markets, which was supposed to be gone. Um, also, the Brexit talks with the... UK and the EU are going really badly so um, they're leaving in December and it looks more and more likely it'll be without a deal um, as talks ending in stalemate with David Frost Miguel Barnier so yeah the talks have gone really badly um, and it just looks like they will leave without a deal so David Frost the chief negotiating for the um, UK um, hit out at the EU for making unnecessary difficult um, to make it progress. The EU demanded the UK accepts continuing with the EU state aid, so presuming giving money, um, and the fishery policies um, before any further progress. So they're refusing to go any further unless the UK agree to state aid um, and their fisheries the water is still to be used so obviously the UK is not going to agree with that because that's hundreds of millions of pounds so they're not going to absolutely not agree with that um, so the EU was refusing to budge and the UK are obviously saying no if it's their waters it's their waters and we're not going to pay any aid once we've left we've left so um, so th the thing is I suppose the UK left more than f four years ago they voted out and so Boris Johnson has said he refuses to be bound to the EU rules, environmental standards or labour law. Brexit for Britain is to decide their own law. So you see this is really reaching stalemate um, and actually very tensions where early this week the EU mocked the UK saying it desperately needs a deal ahead of transition period. Mocking the UK is not going to help anything. Um, or the, you know, it's just a really bad situation where they're reaching to full-grown blow arguments now. So I don't see any way in saving any sort of relationship with the UK and the EU um, because they just don't agree on anything. The EU believes that all of Europe should be in this state and they all should be bound by common rules and common trade things and they believe that this is the way forward to go um, and obviously the UK believes that their country should be independent and sovereign and away from any EU law so I don't really see how you can get any common ground here when they have two fundamentally different beliefs how can you make common ground there um and even um 
Michal Martin was saying he was looking for landing ground. I'm not sure how you can find landing ground when you've two completely different beliefs when the EU, as I said, believes that all of Europe should be under the state like America and they all should be bound by one law, one pretty much government, one way and that it all should be shared and yet with refugees it should be all shared out. So, so they have a very much a belief that it all should be within the EU and the UK belief in sovereignty and independence and believe their own fishery are their own and that the EU have no right to fish or to give the UK any laws. So I'm not sure how, as Michal Martin called it, um, landing ground can be achieved when you have two very different fundamental um, ideas on how it should be run or how you, how can you negotiate. There's no ground there. There's nothing to ground. Um, so, meanwhile, the UK calls out in the EU as a desperate by Brussels. Uh, Michael Barnier says, I can predict that the UK will be like this for other future partners, the US, Japan and Australia. So he's getting almost like bitchy and bitter about the whole thing. I was quite jealous because obviously for the UK and they're talking about something like three trillion dollar deal that will be made with the um um usa and the and canada so this is a massive trade deal that they completely will bypass the eu and donald trump has always said that he will as soon as britain has left he will be doing trade with them and he's always said it will be massive and three trillion dollars they're talking about that's huge trade absolutely massive it'll leave the eu trailing behind and if and probably why the irish government is beginning to kind of not talk anti-brexit as much although the media is still very much anti-brexit but the irish government are beginning to see i suppose because leo's gone and he was complete little puppet for the eu and i do believe michael martin is but he does he does realize where his bread is buttered and that if he goes against the UK and the USA, it'll leave Ireland in a very bad position with the with the EU. That's all we have. But none of them speak English. There's not going to be a huge amount of trade. The UK is going to snap it pretty much all up. Um, Three trillion dollar deal. So, I mean, he gets very bitchy, Michal Barnier. And I suppose you don't really... Not that I don't blame him, I can understand it. He sees the little project falling apart and it's becoming more obvious as the UK secure the financial markets. Um, and you can see why the EU, I suppose, is getting frustrated. It does look like, as I said, the financial market is going to be stay in the UK, which is potentially tens of millions of pounds. Um, so, so they've secured that and the EU has failed to secure that. And I suppose the, one of the real things that people haven't really looked at, English is a huge importance. And because obviously Ireland's the only country left speaking English um, and because most of the big countries in the world like America, Australia, Canada, are using English um, and none of the other countries other than Ireland as a first language so so much things get lost in translation so 
I mean, England was always, the UK was always going to come out ahead. And I think I thought, um, I think some good few people saw it, but a lot of people refused to see it, particularly in Ireland, they refused to see it, the government and the media. But it's becoming very clear, UK is going to fly ahead. So um, Michal Barnier gets very kind of bitchy and he says, you know, that the UK will be almost like a warning, I suppose, to the US, Japan and Australia. But all those countries will deal with the UK anyway because they have already have history with the UK. The EU has no history. And this is what I've said. There's no links, and particularly as well for Ireland. There is no links for Ireland in the EU. Most of those countries do have links together. We absolutely have no links. Our links was always with the UK and the USA. So it's leaving us pretty much isolated on our own. And because we have a pathetic government who's extreme left wing, um, so they really don't want to go with, with obviously America and the UK because they see them as quite conservatives, which they are, thank God. Um, but Ireland is extreme left wing government and media. So they really don't want to give up on this idea of the EU. Um, so so uh, deep rows erupted over fishing as well. So the UK are not going to obviously give up their fishing grounds and the EU. So they're pretty much stuck in deadlock. Um, so I don't know what's to be done. It doesn't look like it's going to end by the December. I can't see it ending. I can see the UK flying ahead and I see the EU holding on to their dream becoming ever increasingly bitter um, and blaming the UK for the failure of the EU and it will be the failure because all these big countries are going to want to deal with the UK and not the EU and they will leave the EU dust in dust as they fly ahead and I don't think you need to be a rocket science to see how this is going to fall into play for, for many different reasons. For, as I said before, for historic reasons, for culturally reasons, for language reasons. There's so many links with the UK that it, it was obvious that um, the EU needed them and not the other way around. So this is what's going to happen. Um, so we'll talk about what's going on. Um, the UK based experts has warned confrontation between Turkey and Greece and it'll turn into a full scale war. Tension rising since Turkey president sent Turkey Navy, um, which sails in an area close to the Greek islands. Greece, Greek prime minister responded by a warning. No challenge will go unanswered. France has started to get ready by hiring and organising its military um, because of the situation boiling up there. So their military is organised. So we, Ireland has completely gone. Modern day Ireland is no Ireland. It's not a country. It is just a disaster which the governments have made with the help of the EU. Sounds like Balbrig in normal day, stabbing, murders, rape. Um, it's it's just insane. You look at the papers and it's a daily occurrence where there's just so much violence and crime in Ireland and in areas that there's 
been no checks on these, whether they're refugees, migrants, or economic migrants, whatever you want to call them. They're just violent thugs that are clinging together, um, mainly Africans. I know we had our own problems in sort of areas, but it's just out of control now. Um, and they won't be ever sent home. Nothing will happen to them. They've been relabeled Irish, which is part of the problem. And the government and the media don't realise how that's part of the, the problem, is that you, when you strip someone's identity and their heritage and their culture, you don't get happy people going, oh, great, I'm Irish now. I, I can see how that can be, even though, you know, completely different colour. I remember my heritage. I know my heritage. I know my language. I know my people. And it's not your people. So it's obvious to anybody else that that was a really ridiculous idea that the leftists were shoving down their throats that would lead, not just dangerous for the Irish people, but a very angry Africans. Because as I've explained before, the Africans in Ireland aren't like America. They know perfectly well who they are. They didn't come here through slavery. They know their culture, they know their heritage, they know their language, and they know it's not Irish. And by keep shoving it down their throat, it's not going to get you happy individuals. You're going to get very angry, quite isolated people. What you should have done and what should be done and what should be thought to do is accept them as Africans and stop calling them Irish. They're Africans living in Ireland. Now, some may stay, some may go back, some may have homes there, some may be saving to go back. But either way, if they were Poles or they were from Finland or from any other country, would you, you start calling them Irish? You have to stop this. It's ridiculous. They are Africans living in Ireland. And try and allow them to be who they are, not trying to create a melting pot where everybody who breathes here is Irish. It's just not true. And it's not fair on the Irish, but it's also not fair on other people. They have their own identity, their own heritage. Why do you think that they should adopt ours or, or that, you should be, that you should force it on them? They are who they are and it's going to cause more anger and more issues as this goes along. You can't strip people's identity and heritage without there being consequences. And you should know this from history, but they seem to think this is okay. Um, other news around... Oh, America, if they vote for this Joe Biden, um, who's a complete idiot. Um, and the leftists love him to bits because they know they'll be able to control him. He's a complete puppet. Um, so, I mean, it will actually be a joke and it'll be very dangerous if Joe Biden actually gets in for the world. Um, as much as Obama was dangerous. And you notice now how things have died down since Obama has stopped funding and he was funding terrorist organisations and he was funding terrorist countries. Um, and now, look, once you stop giving terrorists money, like, you know, Trump is refusing to give them money. Things have stopped. They stopped having ammunition to kill each other. You know, it's not rocket science. So, um, yeah, anyway, thank you so much for listening on our show on Thursday, Friday show. And we will talk to you tomorrow. So very good evening and share, share, share. Thank you so much for listening.